Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 407. On this episode, we are taking a look at what's been canceled, what's still yet to be determined, and the new fall shows that were announced at Upfronts 2019 for ABC, CBS, The CW, Fox, and NBC. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 407. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Kyle from noreruns.net. Hello, everybody. It's been 9,000 years <laughs> since our last podcast. It sounds That's like you're making a confession. <laughs> rough, rough, rough number, but it's pretty close. It's been a little while. I mean... It's been a minute, as they say, as the youngins say, the children. Since the last episode was posted to this one, it won't be that long. But the actual time period between those two recordings will have been a little bit. Correct. Although, although if you're listening to this right now and you're like, really? Then you obviously didn't listen to the end of the podcast last week when Kyle gave Christmas movie recommendations. <laughs> I mean, I do like a Christmas movie. Christmas in July. It was just an early recommendation. That's exactly. Right. A May Christmas. So that's that's our welcome back reintroduction. Hello. Diving right in. Here's what was canceled, starting with ABC. For the people, the fix. The kids are all right. Splitting up together. Speechless. Take two. And Whiskey Cavalier. CBS. And again, this is cancellations or endings because some of these got an option to end when they wanted to. Like The Big Bang Theory, Elementary, Fam, Happy Together, Life in Pieces, Murphy Brown, and Salvation. The CW, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Jane the Virgin, and iZombie. Fox, The Cool Kids, The Gifted, Gotham, Lethal Weapon, The Passage, Proven Innocent, Rel, and Star. And then on NBC, I Feel Bad, Marlin, Midnight Texas, Reverie, and Trial and Error, which still stings to do, this day. I do feel bad about Trial and Error being canceled. I don't feel bad about I Feel Bad, I'll tell you that. Okay, what canceled shows would you have liked to see continue? Speechless for me, 100%. Love Speechless. I that was an odd one, because that was, like, owned by them. It made yeah. no sense why they would cancel it. Made that. no sense, especially considering that they picked up Fresh Off the Boat, one of the stars of Fresh Off the Boat hates her show! <laughs> was, I didn't, I haven't watched the last oh. season of Speechless. Did it come to, I mean, did I mean, it, it, did did it seem like it came to an end with, like, J.J. going to college? Yeah, it and came so to they... kind of, like, a perfect ending, but there was so much they still could have done with it. It's a bad decision, ABC. And I also definitely came around on The Kids Are All Right because that little guy that played Pat was just the funniest freaking child on TV. Yeah, that, I, that, that and Trial and Error were my biggest losses out of this The Kids Are All Right and Trial yeah. and Error? Yeah. yeah. I'd say I mean, Life in Pieces and Trial and Error. Yeah, Life in Pieces is bad for me, too. I'm, I'm sad about that. See, really. Life in Pieces... This season with Colin Hanks with that beard, it just bugs me every episode. Really? <laughs> that I just can't stand it. <laughs> you hate it. And so you and now I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to see it go. I'm oh, like, you can I, take this I, off. You hate the beard so much that you're just like, oh, they cancel the show. That's fine. Yep. You know what? At least you're passionate about it. You're passionate about the show. I'm happy for you that you have uh, you're sticking to your guns, I guess. Um I'm sad to see elementary go because I do love elementary. 
We still have the final season. We have a whole season to go. So, like take two, take two, and Whiskey Cavalier. Those are both like fun. Those would be good summer shows. Like oh, I don't God, know why Whiskey they. Whiskey Cavalier was so bad. And didn't take two air in the summer? Uh, might have. Yeah, take yeah. two aired but... last summer. But yeah, I know. I, I enjoyed Whiskey Cavalier. It was just a oh, fun, so stupid show. <laughs> oh, dumb! It was so dumb. <laughs> I think part um, of the. I mean. It was a little dumber than I had hoped it would be. Yeah. Like I liked the first episode and and stuff, but then I think they they also played episodes out of order, so some of the that some is, of some of the things the way things developed. That I it, didn't know. So like in like the fourth episode, it seemed like, wait, didn't they just kind of do this? And Funny. and uh but then you find out that that was actually like the seventh episode or something like that. So that situation would have made more sense to happen again maybe like further down the road and uh i don't know it just i think it was it was one of those things that for whatever reason they they picked what they thought were the stronger episodes and put them up front and it didn't it didn't help <laughs> see uh, I, not, I normally notice that but i didn't yeah i it, didn't notice that at all they I felt they too. felt fine like everything yeah. seemed to play in order to me when i was watching yeah. um there's so many that i'm not surprised by like lethal weapon that should have been canceled when that whole debacle happened. What shows are you surprised didn't get canceled? Um, For me, bless this mess was a shock because I no, thought that was awful. So like I, I was, it. I went in with super high hopes. I'm like, this is going to be like money pit, super funny. And I didn't laugh like at all. And then they well, were you like, know it's my kind of sarcastic humor. Like it's a hundred percent a show at my alley. So I, I like could, it. But I am I could, surprised it was not canceled because it premiered so late and was rushed together and was from NBC in the first place. What, initially, what, NBC bought it and then they didn't want it anymore. And ABC bought it and rushed it to air. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know, there's some of those shows. There's uh, some of the CW shows. I mean, it's like since mm -hmm. they decided to expand out to Sunday and go with this more year-roundish schedule of stuff well, yes yeah, so like, they renewed everything they were, that like, <laughs> they were like well let's just keep everything and you're like really uh like yeah. i have never heard a single person talk about in the dark or the nope. outpost nope. and both of those like i'm like are those really picked up like i don't even know what they're about because yeah. i haven't heard anyone ever talk about them in the dark is about a blind person i know that and then say it's similarly with the neighborhood i haven't heard anyone ever oh talk god about i hated show. the neighborhood pilot i hated it so much. I never went back and watched the second episode. I hated it. I hated it. Oh my god, it was so bad. Um, did you did you hate it? I hated it so much. Oh my god. I, I was also surprised that CBS renewed Bull, given the controversy given, yes. around the the star. That was a surprise. And I'm and then, also surprised that ABC didn't then immediately cancel Fresh Off the Boat because of Constance Wu. Well, I was surprised that even got picked up because I thought it came to a pretty solid ending. It felt like it could have been like a series. Finale. I don't know how it ended. What happened? Uh, well, the kids, I think there wasn't he going off to college or that was speechless. Uh, I don't remember that. I've been watching, but I, I think he was, was he going <laughs> off to like, like and he's not in college. He's not in college. Wait, no, he, he went off. Yeah, to... He went to his exchange. He, there was, he was going a, there off was some, some exchange. Maybe I'm thinking of the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs seem to end. Did he come yeah, back from the, the exchange thing? 
He did. He did come back from the exchange. Yeah. Oh my god. We clearly pay attention. But either way, I haven't been watching since those shows. I I don't know. Just uh, I don't know. They became part of the too many things, and yeah, uh, they got chopped off the uh, the list. Yes. Yeah. That's the cancel stuff. Uh, so here, yeah. So there's still shows waiting that we waiting to hear about <laughs> this this email. I got. I wish people could. <laughs> Jason, did you write it like you were in the dark? <laughs> because so many things are not spelled correctly. But still, still waiting to hear H E R E. Yeah, still waiting to hear. Well, uh, you know, or haven't premiered or just premiered yet. Okay. Yeah, so but when you ABC, type that in, it doesn't show up as misspelled. The word it's is phonetically correct if you just read it. The word is spelled correctly. I'm saying it, and people know what I'm saying. They don't think that I'm saying hear H E R E. Like they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> As long, um, as, okay, you, so, as long as you read it and don't point it out like you're doing, it'd be fine. <laughs> as long as you don't know what you're telling me. Um, ABC but you gotta Brand- be yourself, Amory. Exactly! <laughs> Listen, you guys know me. This is gonna be the first on-air brawl. This is who I am. If, listen, if we haven't on-air brawled in 25 years of doing this podcast, <laughs> it's not gonna happen now. Um, ABC's Grand Hotel. I don't even know what Grand Hotel is. Oh, isn't that the one with Russell and Sanchez? She's in it. I don't know. I don't know anything else about it. It premieres over the summer, and it has not been decided about whether it's coming back for a second season. It's a soap opera about people that own and work in a grand hotel. Makes sense. Um, So we don't know what's happening there. CBS, Blood and Treasure, which I didn't start. The Code, which I didn't start. Instinct, which I enjoy, um, but also hate. (laughs) <laughs> and Ransom. <laughs> um, Instinct and Ransom. Ransom will probably get a surprise renewal in six years for a fourth season. Like, I, I was surprised it came back for a third season. It seems like a type of show that's probably produced elsewhere. And so they just, like, check the box well, and it's say, a, it's sure, a, give us another season. Yeah, it's yeah. a Canadian co-production or whatever that... Uh... Yeah. Uh, and the CW and Fox are not waiting on anything. And NBC is waiting for 97 shows, including Abby's, which is going to be canceled. AP Bio, which I love. The Enemy Within, The In-Between, and The Village. Um, the In-Between was announced like a year and a half ago yeah. at Upfront. <laughs> and it, and it premieres I don't even like, know what it is. And it, and it premieres, premieres next week. Like two weeks still. Was it like a ghost whisper type of thing? Yeah, uh, I don't know what like she yeah. di- she's di- She dies and she can, like she's, can see ghosts or something? Well, she has yeah. some ability to be able to see... Sometimes into yeah. the past, sometimes into the future, but then also see, like, yeah, Present. sort of like ghosts that need help or whatever. And she ends up using her ability to help her, like, detective father or something like that solve cases. Uh, okay. Or something um, like that. Any of these shows you hope sticks around? Well, I don't even know what most of them are, but AP Bio, I hope it does stick around because... There was a, I was kind of not sold on the show, but there was an episode that was set in the hour before school started. It was like halfway through this season. And it was so perfect and hilarious. And Paula Pell is a freaking genius that it immediately, I flipped on the show and now I'm like obsessed with it and I need it to come back. Yeah. I mean, I I don't care about anything else. Well, of those things, I mean, I'm going to check out Grand Hotel at ATX when they're going to premiere the, uh, I think they're premiering the first episode there. Uh, 
Instinct I stopped watching because uh, apparently I hate her accent so much. <laughs> I, but I like to, him so much. Into the the hated it. Uh, I stopped watching Ransom when they got rid of one of the characters in like season two. Uh, I think that, and then Blood and Treasure. I watched the first two uh, first two hours. It's a little cheesy, but it's kind of fun. No, it does look fun. I just haven't started. I think it's a good. Yeah, I just didn't watch it yet. I think it's a good summer type thing. It has that take two whiskey cavalier. You know. Plus, it has Matt Barr. Matt Barr's so freaking adorable. But it has that Bermuda couple. I know you guys both. And uh, and but it has you know the the sort of globe hopping uh, like uh, an old show like Relic Hunter or even you know in the vein of Warehouse Thirteen, but without the sort of supernaturally magic uh, aspect to it. It remind me, from the ads, it remind me of that CW show last year or maybe the year before that had the Jimmy Olsen guy in it and the British. Michael Landis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the British bit. lady. Like, yeah, a little bit like so that. Yeah. On that, yeah, it's that, that style of, uh, that kind of style of show. And uh, it was fun. And then The Enemy Within, I'm only like a couple episodes in. Had either of you watch it? I watched the first does. episode and that was it. I mean, I'm I'm kind of interested in it. I but I don't know by the end of the season whether I'd be interested in it sticking around right. or not. As of right now, right. I am, but I'm barely into it. Right. I th- Abby's if they want that to continue, they have to get rid of that live audience because that and is the, the bouncer guy because he's terrible. I'm trying to think of who the bouncer is. Trying not to just be like the black guy. The big guy. That, yeah. Have you been watching? I can't even. Have you been, I have, but it's one of those where I'm doing the dishes or something he, during it. Right. I listen the, more than I watch. He did the emergency plan in the last episode. Okay. There yeah, was like yeah. a giant notebook full of stuff. And he's not good. I, I don't know why I'm still watching. <laughs> I watched every awful. episode and I, I know. It. <laughs> I, I think the reason I've been watching is that I watched the first episode and then when I went to the the DVR the next week it was sitting there and it was only one episode and I was like oh I could clear yep. something off the DVR only one episode and get, no exactly hundred <laughs> so percent so I watched it and I think that's what I've done for like six weeks now is oh that's an easy thing to get off the DVR is just twenty minutes and uh, and the thing is is I like you know some of the some of the cast it's just and stuff not like that a good I just, show. and know, it's from Mike Sure like which it should be better yeah, yeah. it's a uh, yeah, it it just doesn't quite. Yeah, it doesn't quite work. But, uh, but yeah, yes, I think that. Uh, so that those are the outstanding shows. Not outstanding as in quality. Not outstanding as in we <laughs> like them. Yeah, they're outstanding. Hoping to hear at some point where they'll. Um. Yes. Whether they'll get to stand inside or they have to stay out. And now. We'll talk about new fall 2019 shows. Um, these are all the shows and then we can go back and talk. Do we want to talk about what they are as we go through them or just name the titles and then go back? We clearly either, practice. <laughs> either way. <laughs> okay. So let's just go through. We'll do them as we go through them. So ABC, these are the new fall shows. Um, Emergence. The, the log line is basically Allison Tolman kind of takes in, what is probably an alien child. 
and then wacky things ensue yeah. in a drama. It's the it's a it's this year's ABC show that'll last ten to thirteen episodes and then get canceled. Never <laughs> and get moved to like Saturdays or late night, yeah. like after the third one. Or It'll be a crime time Saturday show. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, not CBS. I mean, it might. It's not CBS. Yeah, ABC I mean, will create their own prime time Saturday to shuffle the show off. To it, it might make it through. I mean, other shows. I mean, it's not premiering at mid season, which is where a lot of these shows have premiered in the past and then ended up. Uh, you know, they play it out, but it doesn't when matter. Did cross, when did the crossing premiere? Was that a mid season or was that a fall show? That was a that was a fall show. I don't know. I don't sound I convinced. Can't, I can't. <laughs> um, well, it's one of those I, shows that came and went so quickly that you yeah you forget exactly when the, of you know the five hundred shows that come each year. Yeah. Um. Kids Say the Darndest Things is coming. Tiffany Haddish is going to host it. And it's, um, that it, it is what it is and what it's always been. It's the show where children say funny stuff. That's it. That's what I got. I don't have any interest in it. I like Tiffany Haddish, so I might check it out, but I really have zero interest in But I like little kids and, yeah. and funny things they say, so I don't know. Didn't Steve Harvey already have something? Similar, I want well, to go. Yes, which is little big shots, which is now which we're not there yet. But that well, that's not a new show or an old. But anyway, long story short, Melissa McCarthy is going to be hosting that instead of Steve Harvey now. Little big shots, which is like the cute little kids. Yeah. Um. So that's kids say that are things, and uh, mixedish, which is a prequel to Blackish, which is not a great name. <laughs> Uh, but I will say, so it's basically, it's, it's about the Rico... fan franchise, man. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it's about rainbow growing up. What happens basically when her commune is, uh, disbanded and she and her Johan and, um, Santa Maria need to go to like real school and how that like affects their lives. They don't know, like they didn't know what being mixed was. They just were raised and then they get to school and have to like realize that they're different from people. And, um, Tracy Ellis Ross is going to voice over, narrate, and then uh, they are replacing Anders Holm. He got he he left the show, but he's in the trailer. Um, he's play he played their dad. So basically, it's just like because and the older kids in the show or in Blackish are Tracy Ellis Ross, and then um, David Diggs from Hamilton and Rashida Jones, and so those are the characters we know. But they're going to be kids now, and the, I mean the trailer looked like the humor you kind of expect from blackish and i i watch blackish so i'll probably watch this yeah the same for me i i had suspicion that anders wasn't going to be in it because he wasn't listed in the cast yeah. even though he was in the trailer so i wondered that if he was being recast yeah he's he was out before they even released the trailers but they i mean they obviously didn't have time to like cut redo it. yeah 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 um so that's mixed-ish. And then Stumptown, which I have a I have a problem with this. So Stumptown is based on graphic novel about a, a woman named, I want to say Dax, is that her name? I have it right in front of me. Hang on. Um, Colby, Colby Smulders plays a woman named Dex Perios, a strong, assertive, and sharp-witted army veteran with a complicated love life, gambling debt, and a brother to take care of in Portland, Oregon. Her military intelligence skills make her a great PI, but her unapologetic style puts her in the firing line of hardcore criminals and not quite in alliance with the police. 
okay. And then Michael Ealy's in it. We all know how I feel about him. He's the most boring. <laughs> but there's, I have a problem with the show. Um, there's an actor I like, Mark Webber. He's married to Teresa Palmer. He's not like the most conventionally attractive man, but he's an attractive guy. And he was cast in the pilot as her love interest. But then the network, were, they said to him, you're not attractive enough, so we're recasting you. And like women feel like they face that all the time. And but they, he wrote this long thing for Hollywood Reporter. It's like, I realize like I'm a white cis male, but that's just ridiculous. And that's the problem with our like world now and who did they... where I can be told that I'm not attractive enough. I wonder if it's Michael Ely. All I know is that Michael Ely is so boring. I will agree <laughs> that Michael Ely is beautiful. Well, I like him. I think as an attractive gentleman, but I good God, I hate watching him. Well, I think they, I think they might be uh, completely flipping this uh, on, on its head from what you would normally expect is they have, Instead of the sure, they repl- you're you're instead, trying to say in a, instead uh, of the attractive male character, the white guy that, with the black guy. No, I'm saying instead of the attractive male head, you know, lead character that gets all, you know, that gets the beautiful woman that doesn't really have much to do other than be beautiful on the show is maybe they're switching this around. They have the you know, the they tough, just want an attractive guy to be her yeah, arm candy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they just completely flipping the the normal cliche on its head. They're just going completely the fair. other way that's with it. That's totally fair. Um, I, I, mean, I, just, I thought the show I looked like a lot trailer. of fun. The trailer. Oh, see, I thought, was so dumb. see, I loved the trailer. I thought it, like, it started off we, that car. Oh yeah, at the beginning it starts off a little slow, but then it it looks like it's going to be a really fun like action comedy type of uh, type of series. I just don't need a. I just don't need it. I don't need it. I'm not here for it. So you won't be stumping for Stumptown, I take it. No. I, this you is know. like the season of really horribly named shows. Like, I, like that's such an awful name. It doesn't tell you anything about the show. Like, kids, I, kids saying the darndest things. I want to go back things. to Emergence for a second, because I just want to say that it is from Fazekas and Butters, who created Reaper and Kevin Probably Saves the World. So I'm... I think I'm back on for emergence. You're back on, but the network probably isn't. <laughs> well, I mean, it was already passed. It was already passed at NBC. And then ABC picked it up. So anyway, that's ABC. That's what's going on on ABC. Um, CBS. All Rise. This is about a judge, a woman, excuse me, a lawyer becomes a judge and how it affects her daily life. And basically she's a first time judge and she has to play by her own rules. Right. Yep. Um, I will say I was very surprised how much I laughed in the trailer. Like I thought it was a really good trailer. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, Wilson Bethel's in it too, from, um, heart of Dixie. Yeah. Of, of all of the things I was surprised at, at least, you know, from the, from the trailers, like the trailers themselves without the, you know, looking at all who's behind the show and, and all that type of stuff that kind of can change your, uh, you know, even if the, the trailer isn't that good, you can, you can see like the people behind it and you're like, well, they've done good stuff before. Maybe this, right. and the, the idea is interesting. That just wasn't a good trailer. Uh, but I thought that all the CBS trailers were really good. Like I thought they worked really well to like, uh, I mean, 
potentially give you the well, idea of what the show was. not far. Was, but it does give you I a very know. good idea of what the show is going to be. Yeah, I'm not saying I thought that all the shows were good. I thought that all the trailers worked really well. You lose Jason. Yeah. Jason, just talking. CBS is muting them now. They're yeah. like, stop. What, you can't hear me? Oh. No, nope, now, we, now can. we can. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know why. Basically, you were saying you thought the trailers all gave us a good idea of what the shows are. Not necessarily that they were all good, but that you get a real distinct idea about what's going to happen. Yeah, not not necessarily that I think all the shows are going to be good. Just that I thought the trailers right. were, were, were some they of the were well trailers. They were well cut. I will say that. They definitely were designed to, like, draw you in. So then All Rise, I mean, it looks like a it's going to be a law show, but there's going to be some humor to it, you know, as this woman tries to figure out, you know, how to navigate the world right um bob hart's abishola which i know is kyle's number one favorite <sighs> show because yeah. heart is a heart symbol and it makes yeah. it very difficult <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's the heart emoji <laughs> the chuck lorry show um with billy gardell from mike and molly uh where he has a heart attack and falls in love with his nurse you forgot and that he's a compression sock. sock salesman oh he's a compression sock salesman <laughs> And hey, I could use some good compression socks. I'm going to be doing a lot of flying here. <laughs> this show looked absolutely horrendous. I, like, it looked awful. Like, and add to that the annoying laugh track. And uh -huh. well, it wouldn't be uh, a well, no, the, no, I don't think this. No, did this one have a laugh track? Oh, this I might be multicam. I don't know. This or might be multicam. Whatever doesn't have an audience, I never yeah. freaking know. Yeah, this might not have a this might not have the laugh track. It's the Either next way, one that has laugh. But yeah, this looked terrible. The two they're supposed to be like a romantic comedy, but I felt no spark between these two. Not. <laughs> and I guess that's supposed to be the point where like he falls for her and she's like, Oh, he's just some sock salesman, but come on. It also felt Ugh. a little no, stockery. Nice <laughs> yes. Yes. <Agreed. laughs> like he keeps showing up <laughs> at at different places. Agreed. Um, I don't know. It's Chuck Lorre, so I'm sure it'll go for 97 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carol's second act, Patty Heaton, stars as a woman whose marriage falls apart, so she becomes a doctor. It's basically the rookie, but a doctor. <laughs> it's ba yes, basically a rookie, but the but and I mean the trial, the trial, the trailer looked good. It's her and um, John Luke Billado, is that his name from uh, Baby Daddy? Which I love, Baby Daddy. I love Baby Daddy so much. And the uh, guy from the other show that he finds out he has a baby. And the guy from the other show. The other show that he found out he has a baby. Uh, raising. Oh yeah, Lucas Neff is in it from yeah. Raising Hope. Um, yeah. yeah. So basically, she's like a fish out of water, and she has to. <laughs> Are you laughing at me saying with her? <laughs> Sorry. It's been a long time since you guys have made fun of my accent. She's a fish uh, out of what? <laughs> she's a fish out of water, and she has to like get along with these young kids that are all residents with her, and she's going to teach them as much as they teach her, basically. I, but I mean, I it's, this... eaten. it's going to be solid. Well, I thought this looked really good. This yeah. is the one that I heard all the laughter the laugh track in there that I think is going to grate on me as I watch it. But like, I'd prefer they just do these as single cam, no laughter, yes. no live audience. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. This one looks pretty solid though. I mean, the cast is pretty yeah. good. I mean, Kyle McLaughlin's also in it and, uh, and it just, I don't know. It's, it's got an interesting, you know, tweak to the story of, you know, somebody going back late in life to, 
you know, not just like going to college or whatever, but full on. Uh, I mean, I, I like her line and the thing she says, my husband went to find himself and now he, he's sleeping on his sister's couch and I'm a doctor. So things are working yeah. out all right. <laughs> yes. So we yes. got the rookie cop show, the rookie doctor show. Next season, we'll have the rookie lawyer show to uh, hit the trifecta. Well, we got the rookie judge show this year as well. We do. That's true. <laughs> Although right. she's not, she's not making a change like fifty years well, into her life. Suddenly, change whole careers. But right. Um, so that's Carol's second act. Uh, let me go back to my email here. Evil basically is about evil things. It it's like, from King, who created the Good Wife and the Good Fight, and they seem to be the only people that can do anything good for my Coulter. Uh, sorry, Luke Cage fans, but you know. Um, so he plays like an evil investigator, like he's investigating demons, and sh- there's a lead who she's like is a, a she's like she's a, like a psychologist. psychologist. Yeah, that. That, uh, and so they know. work together to decide if someone's crazy or if they are being or taken over by yeah, or if they're possessed. Like he's trying. If they're to... possessed. And so you have uh, you have the skeptic and the believer. You know, it's a uh, it's it's the X Files, but for uh, demon possession instead of alien. Exactly, and it'll be the king, so it'll be smart and it'll be satirical when it needs to be. And I trust them. I mean, I love Rain Dead. I love the Good Wife. I love the Good Fight. The trailer did look like very like a tense thriller type of show. Yeah. So. Right. So that's evil. And then the unicorn um, is Walton Goggins, who I love, uh, plays a widowed father of two girls who is getting back on the dating scene. I hate that it's going to be called the unicorn for life. Um, like the unicorn is not a great name, but oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but Michaela Watkins is in it, and Rob Corddry is in it, and like the cast that they seem to have assembled seems really funny. So basically, it's going to be about them, you know, quote unquote, the village coming together, like on single parents to support this guy as he gets back out there. And I think that it's good for Walt to, like, I mean, in Vice Principles, he was a terrible person, but it was comedy. But I think it'll be good for Walton to like have a real heartfelt, like, uplifting kind of character for a change. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him playing like the good guy that yeah. you're like lead good guy that you're rooting for. Yeah. Well, he's played he's such a good guy in real life that he like deserves it. I mean, he's kind of played that, but in some military drama or something like that, or where you, uh, where he's not. Always, I mean, I would argue not... that Shane was pathetic in the Shield, but he was still a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is more. I'd say it's just uh, it's it's lighter fare in that he's, you know, it's got a little drama, but you know, it's playing for laughs and, uh, you know, he's not going to take anybody out. Right. Exactly. At any point or something like that. Exactly. You find out the unicorn is his code name. He's really a spy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly it. (laughs) Trying to, Trying to infiltrate the dating scene of the, <laughs> of the over 40 widower. Oh my God, that's funny. I think we just have a whole new spinoff. Um, so that's CBS. I mean, the trailers for CBS shows of all the shows that were caught, they, they were my favorites. Even if I don't think I'll watch the shows, like I don't know that I'll watch Bob Hart's Abishola. I mean, I, not that I don't know that I'll watch it. I won't watch it. Um, 
but it was a good trailer as far as giving you an idea of what the show will be. Uh, the CW, their fall shows are Batwoman and Nancy Drew. I mean, do we need to really explain what Batwoman and Nancy Drew are about? <laughs> Batwoman is Ruby Rose playing Batwoman. She's Bruce Wayne's cousin. She's got a fake American accent. Her dad is Dugray Scott, who has a fake American accent. Just really pisses me off that they can't just use their accents because their American accents are terrible. I didn't even notice. You never do? I, also, never I, do. I, I, I forgot she wasn't American. Like, she sounds fine to me. Also, <laughs> also like, it's in the... It's in the world of like Batwoman and stuff like that. Yeah. Like Bruce Wayne's cousin could... doesn't need to have an American accent. She can yeah. be Australian. Yeah, she could have like you could have put it in the story that she grew up, you know, like uh yeah, you know, in Australia. Yeah. She went through, you know, Australian special forces, you know, and stuff like that. Exactly. Or maybe uh, I, I mean, for the, I mean, she's she's playing a lesbian woman. I mean, um, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't have helped for. I mean, superhero on TV. There is part of that story is where the you know the love interest they were both in, you know, the same military training, so right, it did have to work that way for that. You know, I, she could have been Australian too. I'm just saying, yeah, but, but they could have. <laughs> now you want a fake Australian accent, not a fake American. Oh god, accent. or it could I'd have rather just a fake been, Australian accent. That doesn't grate on my nerves. It could have been it could have been anything like uh you know for military yeah. could have grown up in Australia but then came to the United States you know, or right. something exactly. who knows so many basically Batwoman takes up the mantle of Batman and solves crime and then Nancy Drew is Nancy Drew the books <laughs> we grew up reading like the mystery of the clock tower or whatever but I get the sense that it's also a supernatural thriller yeah and then maybe Nancy Drew yeah. is researching ghosts but i didn't i'm not sure all i know is that her father is no longer played by freddie prince jr but he's played by scott wolf so just swapping in one 90s heartthrob for another who is playing <laughs> father on the show uh yeah they like i'm gonna w watch neither of these shows people it's, it's getting even, it's getting it's making me feel even older where <laughs> The 90s heartthrobs are now becoming the fathers in shows. Not even. Oh my the... God, I was reading something. Jason Priestley is playing a grandfather in a Lifetime movie. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll probably watch, like, Bat, Batwoman, I'll probably watch because they're going to do the crossovers. Yeah. So I'll end up watching it. Nancy Drew, I'll probably watch because it's related to. Is it? No, this isn't related to. Um, that's the other one that's related to Riverdale. Um, but this definitely yeah, had the this similar. Is, this is Kate Kane, not Katie Keene. Yeah. Oh, the right. names are so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> but, yes. Um, but so Nancy Drew, like this is like. I'm sorry, her name is Kate Kane, and his name is Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but, I believe so. Oh, oh God! But but with Nancy Drew, this seems like definitely darker, like yeah. Riverdale is, and those type of shows where, right. like, the WB had just had their direct to. Well, it went to the theaters for less than a week, but then direct to video, they did their own version with the with the girl that's in it and was in um, that HBO miniseries, uh, Sharp Objects. Like she played Nancy Drew. I thought that was really well done. That had a much more like Gilmore Girls type of Scooby Doo, Gilmore yeah. Girls meets Scooby Doo vibe. This is definitely much darker. I prefer like the lighter thing, but I'll definitely check this out and see this version of the story, see how it is. So that's CW. Yeah, it had a very, based on the trailer, it has a very like 
similar beginnings to Riverdale. Uh, yeah. With, you know, a, a murder in the town and it looks like, you know, her and another group could be part, you know, suspects or whatever in the case. And so she has to prove that she didn't do it and find who out knows? who did. Um, and then she'll be a hero. Uh, Fox. Bless the Hearts is an animated comedy about the hearts. It looks drawn terribly. Yeah, um, I didn't like the animation style. I didn't like at the all. animation at all. Um, but it's like, is this the Amy Poehler one? Uh, I don't think so. There's an Amy Poehler one, a Maya Rudolph one, and a Nick Offerman one. Um, no, I'm doing some good. No, I'm trying to say this is... It's from Emily Spivey. Oh, it's Kristen Wiig. This is the Maya Rudolph yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. It basically, it's about a group of people living in the South who are poor in money, but rich in family and friends. So that's all I know. I, I mean, I watch Bob's Burgers, but that's it. And thank God Bob's Burgers is getting the 9 o'clock slot. They deserve it. They should be the flagship show. Sunday nights, I mean, on Fox. Um, next up... Not just me, not just me, I'm totally into. So it's about uh, a doctor named Brittany Snow in real life, because I don't know her name on the show, who <laughs> is the fertility doctor who works with her father, Timothy Hutton. And then we come to find out that he fertilized some eggs with his own seed and has kids everywhere, including her best friend that she grew up with. And some um, Emily Osment is once again playing an alcoholic. She played it on Mom. Um, Emily Osment from that show. What was it called? I have no idea. Uh, the Kaminsky Method, Young and Hungry? Young and Hungry. <laughs> young and Hungry. That's <laughs> I'm reading the description. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she was on Young and Hungry. So basically then these three women find out that they are all, they all share a father and they have to, you know, kind of come to terms with that because him doing that impacts her career as well because she works with him at the Fertility Center. And um, it's from... Jason Kadams, so it's going to tug on your heartstrings and make you cry, and I really enjoyed the, the trailer a lot. Yeah, I thought this looked pretty good. Um, and Megalyn, it, I don't know her last name, I'm going to butcher it, so I'm just going to call her Megalyn for a while, because she just went by her first name for a while. Um, she's always good, and she doesn't age. I think she's actually 62. Years old, I mean. She's like 20. <laughs> She just doesn't age. She looks amazing. Actually, I think she's only my age, but she's been acting forever, and she was in, like, the 4400. And um, Anyway, that's not just me. Get it? It's not just me. <laughs> At first, I, I took me I'm a bit. Someone in the, in the, in the, in the pilot is going to say, it's not just me anymore, or something like that. Like, I know that's where the title's going to come from. And this is our first of the Pitch Perfect uh, cast. Correct, correct, correct. Um, and then there is Prodigal Son, which is Jesus from The Walking Dead and Michael Sheen. And Jesus plays, I'm not positive, what Tom Payne's character. That, I didn't even realize that was him. Yeah, and then Michael Sheen is a serial killer, so they convince him, I guess, Michael Sheen ends up working as a consultant in whatever department. Michael Sheen's his father. No, yeah, Michael, Michael, Sheen's yeah. his... Michael Sheen's the serial killer that 
you know, then the kid grew, you know, had to grow up knowing that his father was a serial killer and he became like a profiler yeah. and is, you know, gone away from it. And but now it's being, dad comes back and, yeah, and like, uh, you have to consult his father to consult. Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips is a detective that tries to bring him back in to see if he thinks Which it's I'm really... going to keep saying this. The fact that Blue Diamond Almonds have not hired Lou Diamond Phillips as a spokesperson. <laughs> Every time I see Lou Diamond Phillips, I think Blue Diamond Phillips. No, no, that's all I'm <laughs> going to think of now. Thanks. <laughs> Anytime I see him, I think about Blue Diamond Almonds. Anyway, uh, so Blue Diamond, Blue Diamond Phillips is going to be in this also. Uh, yeah. There's shows. I, I mean, it's a giant fly flying around my living. It's your crime. It's, it's you know, it's your crime procedural with a twist, and you know the twist the being, being the serial killer consultant for the yeah, FBI. That the that yeah that the the profiler that comes back in to help solve cases, you know, gets his uh, you know get some of his insights from interviewing his, you know, serial caller, killer, insane dad. So it kind of reminded me of like Hannibal, like the trailer. Like, yeah. That's all I can think of. Well, yeah. It's got, well, with same... two less captivating actors. I like Michael Sheen, but they're not that. Um, NBC. Bluff City Law, where a woman who is not the woman from that show. What show am I talking about? <laughs> what is her name? Caitlin McGee? Yes, but she's not the person that everybody thinks she is. She looks like... Who did my... What TV show? Masters of Sex. Who was in Masters of Sex? Anyway, uh, yeah, it's I know not her. And this woman looks just like her. Anyway, she plays a... Uh, I want to say a lawyer who is on, like... I don't know, the wrong side of the law and then her father is this lawyer her father is jimmy smiths and she gets back into business with him you know working for the good side of the law or something and it's going to be a canceled show in five days (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got or or it'll somehow get you know that seven million viewers or whatever and it'll yeah, but so too did the kids are all right get seven million viewers, and it was canceled. It's once people turn tune in for the first episode realize it's not Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan—that's her name. <laughs> and then, then it will the ratings will plummet. Exactly. Um, that's that uh, perfect. They'll call the yes. they'll call the show's bluff and uh, and and go away. Oh god! How long have you been sitting on that? <laughs> Not long enough. Uh, it needed a little more. <laughs> it, needed, it, needed a, it needed a workshop. It needed a workshop. Uh, the next NBC show is Perfect Harmony. Um, Bradley Whitford stars as like a renowned choir director who is like trying to kill himself basically, and then he hears terrible singing out of a church in some small town, and Anna Camp is in there with a horribly thick southern accent and the guy from wrecked whose name i don't know and timberly that's Hilton, what he was from i could not I think, think it's amazing it. basically he then has to whip this choir into shape um to compete in church choir competitions and it just i really liked it yeah i, I, watched, I, I didn't watched, watch the pilot yet oh, but i watched I really the episode the i watched the episode and this was easily my favorite of the three nbc shows like this was a lot of fun 
I mean, I can tell that it's going to be like from the trailer. Like it just cast is great. I love singing when people can actually sing. Yeah, but it yeah, also I, feels I, like once they've gotten better and they they win the championship, like what's the <laughs> what's the continuation? Well, I think this... it's more that he's there to help their lives and not necessarily there to help the choir. So the choir is going to be like, you know, as much as Superstore is about Superstore, it's about the lives of these families, these people. Um, yeah, I think it's it, going to be great. To me, it, it felt more like like Mr. Sunshine meets Pitch Perfect. Like, okay. Because it's like this group that gets together and like, yeah, they are trying to help each other with their problems, but it's definitely like Pitch Perfect, the series. It's also. Sister Act. <laughs> Which Sister Act is my favorite show, movie. Sister Act two back in that, but it's my favorite movie of all time. The second um, one. If you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. Yes, Sister Act two back in that, but it's the best movie ever. Um, Perfect Harmony. I'm very excited for Timberly. Timberly Hill. She is from. Well, she was in that show. I'm doing terribly today. What was the show with? <laughs> that David Cast created with Casey Wilson and it was after happy endings when they were married, like but they, they were weren't like, married yet. They got engaged. Just, just married. No, no. Marry me. I don't know. All marry know, me. She, marry me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the best friend in there and she's freaking hilarious. And she's in um, the hot wives of whatever that Hulu show was. And she played a character named Fei Fei and she just kept saying, I gotta be Fei Fei. And it makes me laugh every time. And she's amazing to follow on Twitter. So I'm like, really? It's funny when Constance Wu tweeted about hating her job and her life and being involved in the show that she was renewed for. Um, Timberly Hill was like, recast it with me. My pilots didn't get picked up yet. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> it was very funny. Um, but I'm glad to see perfect harmony got picked up because she's awesome. Which brings me to sunny side. So sunny side is basically Cal Penn is like a tutor. I don't really know. Yeah, what he's he... like a he was like a councilman who like gets disgraced and kicked out of office, and then these people like these foreign people hire him to teach them to to be. Like, they want to become uh, citizens. Yeah, they want to. Yeah, yeah, to help them the pass their like, citizenship just, test or whatever. The trailer is just so cliche with these like. The Dominican woman has 97 jobs, including being a maid, and, and the Asian kids are, you know, their father's a bad guy in the Chinese mafia or whatever. It just felt so heavy-handed on the stereotypes in the trailer that I was, I don't think it seemed funny. See, I watched the episode first, and then I watched the trailer. Okay. I thought the, I thought the episode was awful. It's been, like, that piece where wait, he's doing the tour. Wait. Oh, God, wait. Is the sentence going to be that you watched the show and then liked the trailer more than you yes. liked the show? Oh, God! Yes. Because I think I think most of what's in the trailer was, like, it seemed like it wasn't even in the episode. Like, I never got that that was the focus of the show was this whole tutoring thing because they spent so much of the time on the stuff before that happens in the first episode that I actually am more interested in the show, even though I hated the first episode oh after seeing that trailer. Now I will say I love Diana Maria Riva. I love her. Um, she was in a show with Jason Priestley, incidentally. Um, I don't remember the name of that one either. Uh, 
and I really liked that one. Uh, but I like her, and I like Cal Penn. I just was so turned off by the trailer. I was just like, this is not for me. No siree, Bob. Yeah, and, and that's just uh, Kyle's hot take on the not his review of... That's right. <laughs> I thought those actually said for review. No, they're not. <laughs> you can still say you don't like a show. <laughs> yeah. It's not a full review. That's not a full um, review. You're not saying why you liked it. That would be a review. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what's coming. That's what's canceled. What's still waiting. That's what's coming in 2019. There's more stuff coming in mid-season. So which of... I mean, we've kind of said or whatever, but uh, sort of to recap on those, which of those new shows are you most interested in? Perfect Harmony, Not Just Me, Carol's Second Act, and Mixed Dish. And with Emergence, possibly. Starting to emerge? Emergence is emerging. And I'll rise. I like Wilson Bethel a lot. He gave me free tickets to a play in New York one time. So I'll watch his show. How about you, Kyle? Uh, the ones I'm most looking forward to are probably Stumptown and Perfect Harmony. And Jason? Uh, for me, it's Emergence and Stumptown. And then I really liked the trailer for All Rise. Like, it had a... Yeah, like, right? Like it looked like, I was like it was surprised be, how much I liked that trailer. Like, for all the drama that I'm sure will be in it, it had a lot of... You know, like the moment where she trips up the steps like that just I love a physical comedy like that and it was I, I knew it so was coming funny. and I still laughed when she, yeah exactly know, like, exactly like as soon as she said I want to like be in the moment you're like oh something bad's gonna happen when she goes out there exactly uh, and then I really liked uh, Carol's second act for that one and then I don't know everything else is sort of on the kind of or not everything else but a lot of the other stuff is on the sort of more mild interest. Right. Uh, check, you know, but based on trailers and what I've read about things and the type of things that I like, those would be probably the, my top three right now. Okay. So that's our shows. What is everybody else interested in watching? Let us know. Um, you can find links to fall TV schedules, cancellation lists, and where you can find each of us in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 407. On the next episode in nineteen in twenty twenty, <laughs> uh, we'll be back in twenty twenty with our two thousand nineteen summer TV preview. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sounds God. about right. Something to look forward to next Something January. To to next year. Something to look um, back to. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Well, the 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 basic plan right now is is this episode followed by summer TV preview. And then Kyle and I will be at ATX, and so there'll probably be a little uh, gap between the summer TV preview, and then we'll come back with an episode sort of recapping what we saw and did and what all went on at ATX. Cool. Then Comic-Con will just be right around the corner, so. Oh, God. I'm not ready for it. Okay, I've clicked record. Amory, say something. Hello. Kyle, say something. Something. All right. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember what I did. I did that stupid voice one time. I don't remember what it was. And you learned from your mistake? <laughs> no, I was going to do it again, but I didn't remember what it was. <laughs> uh... Yes. Okay. I tried. I was waiting for Jason to read it because I'm sorry. Right. Am I going? I'm going. Ready? Are we doing this? Yeah, let's let's okay. do this thing. Do this. Okay. <laughs>
Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 407. Interesting fact, I still remember as a child that to call Disney World, the commercial was 407 W Disney, because that's the area code for Orlando, in case you wondered. Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 407.